Blog Talk Radio. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. You know what I think we should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> hmm We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Cross. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. I'm Diana from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Ross and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio.
Okay, class, class, we want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie, that government overreach is real. What about you, Johnny? We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Hello to all you something duckers out there. The CEO of Lysnicker demanded I shoot a holiday video. We need to promote everyone get their Lysnick boosters every week. All you nimwits and rubes just keep taking it. But Mr. G. Globalist wants me to be nicer to you since this will be your last holiday season on Earth. By the way, we now have the suicide pods available for rental. Before you enjoy your last breath in a suicide pod, we need you scalawags to get tested for COVID. You must be completely up to date on your vaccine passport. Absolutely no exceptions. When you step into the suicide pod, we do not want you to catch COVID. You must also wear at least five scams on your face, with a minimum of two of your scams being an N95. After you take a final breath on Earth, we will give you another COVID test. Both before and after your trip to the suicide pod, you will be required to go through the TSI naked body scan. We need to make sure we're not hiding any ivermectin, Federal Reserve notes, or carbon inside your person. For all we know you could be a something ducker that likes to hide Nuremberg code inside your junk. We need to keep you comfortable and safe. Also please remember, when your person turns to ashes and dust, please do make sure you are still keeping with local social distancing guidelines. You must still keep your ashes six feet away from the previous customer. If you refuse to get in the suicide pod, we will take it to the local FEMA camp. That is all on have a holiday season. Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative radio show right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
All right, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another, to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Wednesday, so we'll have Joanne Moretti joining us here momentarily. If you want to be a part of the show tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into the conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Hey, everybody. Hey, Proof. Nice to see you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Little delays. Oh, you were here. No, we were not here last week together, were we? No, I was up to my ears and family and cooking and all kinds of stuff. How about you? How was your holiday? Um, It was just me and the wife, and then the next day I went to go see my parents. That's all. Oh, nice. I was with about 60 people, all family and friends. We had a wonderful time. We went to my daughter's. And, I'm at the point in my life right now, Joanne, where if everyone else is a liberal but me, I can't go. I, I'm just at that point right now. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, I didn't have that problem. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I would go if everybody was a liberal. I, I don't think I could take it. But my family was just absolutely wonderful. We didn't really talk much about politics. We talked about everything else, though. And we we just enjoyed each other's company for hours. And then we cleaned up and went home. It was it was a wonderful time. I'm very thankful, very blessed. But, yeah, the world is falling apart. Hey, I got breaking news for you. Henry Kissinger died. No, really? Wow. Yeah. Char- yeah I saw Charlie just... Munger died yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's just breaking now. Um, Carter didn't look too good at his wife's thing either. He, he's already in hospice, so, you know, I would expect any time for him, too. But, yeah, Henry oh. Kissinger was 100 years old. It was just breaking as we were going to air. Oh, I haven't even come across it yet. I was on the Gateway Pundit right now and just refreshed, so I guess we'll see that in a little bit yeah. here. Yeah, well, he passed on just, they announced it about 15 minutes ago, so. Not even. So it's oh. just breaking now. Yeah. Well, good for him. Hey, did you see Joe Biden today? He was at something, and he was talking to some workers, and he said, "On uh, my my Marine has a code that could blow up the world." I saw that. Where did that come from? Uh, just random. Yeah. Is that some sort of a calm, or is that a threat to somebody? Uh, you know, I mean, he's not blowing up the world. He's not even trying to get Americans back from Hamas. So Putin did. Putin got the two Russians back right away. But he just said, give me back my people. Uh, there's going to be a hole where Gaza used to be. And they gave him back. Yeah. That's how you handle it. That's how Trump would have handled it. Yep. You know, he turned Gaza true. into a parking lot. Give me back my people. Really, put a golf resort where Gaza used to be. I am so. No, I just sick don't. Of, I, I don't understand why it's so hard to to do that. 
to just stand Me up. Either. You don't even. It's not like you have to kiss everybody's butt, but you have to stand up for your own. Yeah, I mean, when when the Hamas went over to Israel and just started killing people, the Jews were minding their business first of all. But the first thing out of the Biden's mouth was, "Tell Israel, don't retaliate." Let me tell you something. Israel should be retaliating. Somebody comes over and kills 1,400 of your people and takes 240 of them hostage, you go get them, especially if you're a superpower. What do you give a damn what the rest of the world thinks? I mean, they're worried about what the U.N. thinks. Iran is the chairman of the Human Rights Council at the U.N. You know, so, I mean, that's not going to do them any favor. And they're giving up prisoners, people who try to kill Jews or did kill Jews, in exchange for babies. And did you see that that ten-month-old baby, um, Kafir is his name, and he's got an older brother who's four, and his mother and father. They were handed off to a separate terrorist faction. So when they're saying, you know, give back the baby, they're not get, they're not getting the baby back. That baby and that family's gone. Well, that that's just more negotiating they get to play because they know. Yeah, so now instead of negotiating with Hamas, you got to negotiate with some other faction. Right. And, you know, you got all these stupid people. Right now in Rockefeller Center in New York, there is a huge protest going on at the tree lighting ceremony. They got people swinging from lampposts and everything, waving Palestinian flags. Um, I understand the plight of the Palestinian people. The Palestinian people, maybe they should be considering getting rid of Hamas themselves. I mean, there's more of them than there is of Hamas. And why are we sending billions of dollars to Hamas? And we send less money to Israel than we do to Hamas. Supposedly humanitarian aid. We sent these people pipes to put sewage and drainage in Gaza. They built rockets with us. We send them fuel. We send them electronics. We send them all kinds of stuff. They build munitions with them. You know, they're supposed to be taking care of the people. I see these people screaming about how Israel is occupying Gaza. No, it isn't. There hasn't been a Jew, a Jew in Gaza in 14 years. The Jews said he oh, and the, the, the people in Gaza voted for that. Yeah, they voted for the Hamas. So they do bear a responsibility to this. And it wasn't just Hamas who went into Israel and took hostages. Hamas did that, but while the gate was open, there were other factions that come out of Gaza into Israel and, and took people. So, you know, the innocent people, children, and Israel is trading terrorists back to them, three to one, just to get their people back. So, you know, they're acting like Hamas is this humanitarian group and how wonderful they're returning the hostages. They never should have had the hostages. What is going on? People have lost their minds. They're siding with a group that 
murders babies, rapes women, um, creating havoc and mayhem. They vowed to do it again and again. And this is who people are siding with. And then our president is wishy-washy. He's walking on eggshells. He doesn't want to upset his base. His, His base should be upset. Someone should upset them. I mean, this is just absurd. It's like he's waiting for approval from whoever the top uh, the top communist is or something. Yeah. Well, you know, Obama and Valjean, they're running the show. Right. Biden couldn't run a picnic. And then he's talking about his, his Marine has a code to blow up the world. Why do we need to know that anyway? What? Hmm. Why is he telling people that? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, did he point at which Marine it was, too? And he didn't say, you know, he has a nuclear football or something like that. He's going to blow up the world? Nice. That's not good to know that this feeble-minded idiot's got some sort of world-blowing-up code. Maybe somebody should take that away from him. It doesn't seem to be too stable if he's just telling random construction workers that that's what's going on. Unbelievable. What a I mess out there. Your story is up on the Gateway Pundit now. It is? Yeah. He, he lived a very long life, you know. Well, hopefully he comes I back would. as somebody that, that's being oppressed harshly to make up yeah. for what he's done. Yeah, he's um, he's not my favorite person, and I know we shouldn't be speaking ill of the dead, so all I can say is, like they say in the South, bless his heart. Uh-huh. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just be nice about it. Um, yeah, he had a lot to do with globalism and oppression and wars and, you know, people getting killed, people getting disappeared. Yeah, bad decisions. Speaking and of that, re- did you see where, where Jack Smith is now requesting that anyone who shared a Trump tweet or liked any mm-hmm. of Trump's tweets, period, now they're going to be up for investigation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. How does that work? Yeah, well, you know, we do it all the time. We share each other's information. People we don't know, we share that. If you see something you like. And Trump, I've shared m- most of his stuff. And I've liked most of his stuff. And I've attended his rallies, and I've promoted him and, and supported him. So I, I must be on a list. I guess if you're not on a government list somewhere, you you got to up your game. <laughs> because anybody who is even slightly patriotic is on some list. But, yeah, I don't know how he could gather that. And that was probably pre-Elon Musk, because you know Elon Musk wouldn't be getting off that. Do you hear what he said to advertisers today? Oh, I I, I think that's hilarious, and I don't mind sharing oh, it. In, it is in context, so it's not like I'm just using the profanity. 
So yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it since I'm the, the owner here of Freedomizer. He okay, told yeah, all the advertisers that has a problem with it to go fuck themselves. Yep. And then he spelled it out in case they didn't get it correctly, what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was really, really happy with that. And you're not going to blackmail him. He doesn't need your money. It doesn't. What are you gonna? I mean, what are you gonna say bad about him? Even if you know it was, he doesn't care. They tried to accuse him of being an anti-Semite, and he's one of the furthest things from it. He's not racist or anti-anything. Well, I like so, how they accuse Trump of being an anti-Semite. Right? Yeah. You know. Americans should be wising up by now. You know, all these countries, all right, they've got a 5,000-year war going on over there. Well, on December 25th, we're going to be celebrating the birthday of a Jew 2,000 years ago who was born over there. So we know that Jews were there 2,000 years ago. Okay, it's in the book. Um... But this war, forget about what happened 2,000 years ago. Let's talk about the here and now, right here today. What are we going to do today? Why are we all at each other's throats? You know, we should be smarter than that by now. 2,000 years ago, maybe not. But now we should be smarter than this. The other day at my daughter's house, there were Jews, there were Palestinians, there were Irish, Italian, Native Americans, there were Asians, there were black people from every region in Africa, you know, some Kenyans, some Haitians, and, and, you know, like the Caribbean. There were people from all walks of life. Everybody was getting along just fine. When you look out in the street or you go into a supermarket, all those people are there. All these nationalities are getting along just fine. But the minute you throw liberal in there, on one of these ACORN groups, you know, whether it be ACORN or Black Lives Matter or Act Blue or, you know, mm-hmm. Free Palestine, whoever these people are, they're all the same people, the same faces, the same NGOs and organizations. The minute those people are involved, all of a sudden the hate comes out. Now you've got black and white hate and Hispanic hate and Asian hate and Jew hate and Palestinian hate and Islamophobe. And they got a word for everything. It's not real. Not in this country. But stupid people are buying into it. The stupid people right now in Rockefeller Plaza waving Palestinian flags. You want to help the Palestinians? Help them get rid of Hamas. That's how you can help the Palestinians. Those people have been kept in poverty and squalor when they don't have to be. There's money coming in from all over the world to help those people. They're getting supplies from all over the world. They're getting food and water and technology and construction stuff from all over the world. But it's being squandered. It's not going to the people. They're getting billions of dollars just from us every year. They're getting money from all over the world. And it's a little place. It's only as big as Long Island. You know, where's all this money going? And while they're all murdering each other and hiding in tunnels and playing, I don't know, 
Arabian Nights or whatever the hell they're doing over there. The leaders are in Qatar, sipping champagne, eating caviar, and hanging out in hot tubs. They're living their best life. Well, just like Zelensky. You don't see Zelensky all that worried about his war? No. Uh, he has time in the middle of a, of a big war that uh, that he can go on the Tonight Show and, and do speaking engagements in the United States. Yeah, and buying property and entertaining guests and, and visiting, you know, globetrotting. Right. He's not breaking a sweat. There's a lot of Ukrainian people getting killed, a lot of Russian people getting killed. But that dude's not breaking a sweat, and he's raking in the money. Yeah, well, his his money looks like it's about to come to an end, though. I hope so. You know, that's more money we've squandered, and he's not winning any war. Right. Everybody except in the United States has announced Russia already won that war. But yeah. the United States, they have to keep the cash cow coming. Yeah, because how much of that money really makes it to the war effort? Everybody's taking a piece. They go over there and get checks. Nancy Pelosi's been over there. Uh, the Obamas have been over there. Uh, Lindsey Graham's been over there. Oh, everybody's been over there. Oh, Zelensky's been here attending movie premieres and dinner engagements. A pretty busy guy socially for someone who's at war. And you know, with all that money, you'd think he would buy a change of clothes. All he ever wears is a green t shirt and his cocky pants. Right. Maybe he has 50 pairs. He probably does have 50 pairs and 50 of the same color shirt. But, you know, up your game, dude. You don't have to wear the same thing. It's like Fetterman. You know, he wears a hoodie and shorts. It's their trademark. Didn't Mark Zuckerberg wear the same thing? He has the same black T-shirt and and jeans. Yeah, yeah, well, they're really not very fashion conscious. I can see, you know, when you want to look like a hard guy for the pictures. But every day you wear the same outfit, that gets a little boring. Hmm. You know, it's, it's really not dog and fashion too much, but every now and then, you know, put on a pair of slacks and a dress shirt. And speaking of outfits, they're making fun of Melania for looking absolutely appropriate. She wore a black dress and she wore a black and gray tweed coat, outerwear, mm-hmm. to Rosalind's funeral. Well, they have nothing else to say about her, so they're they're inventing stuff. Yeah, well, there was a lot going on in that photograph. She was seated at the end of the aisle. Mm-hmm. That's unusual seating for a former first lady. That would be where the current first lady and president sit in the aisle seat. Biden, the Bidens were in the middle of that pew. Melania was on the end, which is the like the guest of honor seat. Other than, of course, the husband, he was there in the center. But um, what was Bill Gates doing in the front row? I was wondering that. Yeah, he got a front row seat right next to Biden. 
in between. Yeah, I don't remember Bill Gates uh, having that that kind of inner friendship with the Carters. No, he he wasn't even really sitting near Jimmy Carter. He was a little spaced from him. He uh, Carter was in that reclining wheelchair, but he was right sitting right beside Biden. He was on one side of Biden, and Joe was on the other side of him. So the optics of that was kind of intriguing, too. Does he own Biden now? That is boy. I wouldn't doubt it. But Biden, he doesn't... You know, I don't know. Half the time, I think he's playing up his senility. And the other half, it's absolutely real. You know, but when the chips hit the fan and it's time to indict him, you know, he's just going to be a noodle head. And what are you going to do, put him in jail? Well, speaking of which, Hunter is going to take the stand. Yeah, he doesn't care. He knows he's not in any trouble. You know, the last thing his father will do while he's still semi-coherent is pardon him. This is all for show. Well, he has to have some kind of charge so he can get pardoned, right? Because you can't pardon somebody without charges. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it, but they're holding that kid over his head. So they're going to keep Biden cooperative. But he used that kid. He's been using that kid since the kid was young. Right. As a bag man. You know, dispersing him all around the world spending them all around the world to go collect checks and put the squeeze on people. You know, his brother was doing it, but then the brother got old. So he had his kid doing it. He had, probably had his other kid doing it, too. But they've been doing so shit down. Ashley or Bo? Bo. Okay. Bo was pretty doing, starting to do the circuits and stuff when he got sick. But Hunter, in his worst state... You know, completely addicted to drugs, uh, the sex addict problem. Another one who didn't know what bus stop he was at most of the time because he was so wrecked. And he's being dispatched all around the world by his father. You know, what business, what company looks at Hunter Biden in his worst state with his, you know, snaggle teeth and his wild eyes and his bad drug habit and his hookup problem and says, well, yeah, we want him on our board of directors. We need him. He's the only guy in the world that'll do. That didn't happen. You know, no company hired him for him. Well, of course not. And who's buying his paintings? His finger paintings for that kind of money. Uh, the one person that got their kid back? No, you saw that. That was the first person that was that was uh, given back was uh, the the four year old. The mother buys Hunter's paintings. Is that so? Yeah, I didn't know that. The little oh, girl. Oh, it was on the Drudge Report yesterday. Not the Drudge Report. The Gateway Pundit yesterday. Wow. What a coincidence, huh? So they got that kind of pull. They could get every one of those hostages back. This is yeah, so... I'll send you the article right now, so stand by. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
and I definitely got to see that because that's you know that changes a lot of things. The headline is, Major Democrat Donor Biden-Appointed Commissioner with Links to Hunter Biden's Art Sale is related to the four-year-old first American hostage released by Hamas. Wow. I was so excited. You know, that baby was back, too, the baby Abigail. What do you know? All right, Ben Weigarten has reported the controversial connection in the recent hostage released by Hamas. The American child free during the ceasefire with Israel is reportedly the great-niece of Elizabeth Hirsch Naftali, a major Democrat Party donor with close ties to the Biden regime. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So that baby, um, don't get me wrong in this, I am extremely happy the baby's safe. I, my heart, I cried when I knew that she was in that school, and I know that her parents were killed in front of her, too. But knowing her connection, and she was, you know, in the second group to be released, what about the others? Maybe maybe their parents or their family aren't big Democrat donors, but, you know, don't they deserve to be rescued, too? Well, look at it this way. The the only reason why Abigail got any press was probably because of this uh, this connection. True. I, I'm just ecstatic that she's back. Don't, like I said, don't get me wrong. I want them well, all it's back. It's not her fault. She's four years old. No, it's not none her of it. fault she's a baby. who her, her family is. Yeah, but, it, but her getting back that quickly tells you that, that it can be done. Yeah. So, Only if it's important, then then they'll then they'll work on it. Yeah, but the first thing out of Biden's mouth when it happened was tell Israel don't retaliate. What? You come over here, you kill fourteen hundred people and take two hundred and forty something with you, and you tell us don't retaliate. You know the sad retaliate. thing though about this though, Joanne, is <coughs> that Jewish people in the United States will still vote for Brandon. Then I have no respect for them. They should know better. They no, should have I, I known wish I better was right kidding, but you were saying, I remember Vito and I having this conversation many times on this show, how Jewish people uh, are, are more loyal to the Democrat Party than blacks and Hispanics even. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. They are, they are definitely wedded to the Democrat Party, but the, what are, are they, like, masochistic or something? What is going on? No, you, you would have... Jewish people in Germany knowing who Hitler is and still voting for him if he's Democrat. Yeah. The Democrats don't like Jews. They'll take their money and they'll tell them what they think they want to hear. But they are no friend to the Jews. And, you know, at this point, I don't really care who likes it. I said what I said because it's true. Yeah. Wow. What a... I'm, I'm very worried about those hostages. They have been through hell. They are not being fed properly. The little 12-year-old boy, he got regular beatings. 
they made them watch footage of the massacre. You know, kept them in the dark underground tunnels. Well, I, I didn't the catch the, the names and such because I was working this morning. Mm-hmm. But Glenn Beck was talking about how there was one hostage that was 12 that was released. And just a, a few days before, he had he had his hands in slings talking about how he was beat up and, and almost died. And then he's released and he has no slings, no bandages, doesn't look... Uh, doesn't look like he was beat up at all. Hmm. Well, that is a problem, too. So was it a fake hostage release? Was it? I don't don't know. know, But that would involve a pretty big conspiracy when you got the UN and you got the Red Cross and the Egyptians at the Rafa crossing and the, the, the old Jewish community and all the media. That's one hell of a conspiracy to pull that off. Well, if you can, if you, uh, well, when it comes to kids, you're not, you might not have any tabs on some of those people. So who knows? Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying yes or no. I, I'm just saying that it's, it's yeah, being but, you know, it could be, it could be, some of this could be fake. You know, it wouldn't be the first time we've we've been faked with this stuff. Well, all the media wants to do is tug at our heartstrings while while they while they pillage us. Yeah, that's true. So and they lie incessantly. Me. So are they using doubles and actors, or you know, the real hostages being kept out of sight, and they're using actors or something? I don't know. It could be any of these <laughs> who knows. Things. Even uh, you could have some American crisis actors pretending to be. Uh, freed captives. True. Oh, a friend of mine wrote me that they were having um, mass casualty drills in Tampa today. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about that, but he sent me the link, and sure enough, they were doing mass casualty, or mass mm-hmm. shooting exercises. So keep your heads on a swivel, folks, every time we have one of these big drills something very similar usually takes place, and usually in pretty much the same area where they had the drill. So keep your head on a swivel up there, Tampa, and everywhere. You know, who knows? Biden might have given a go signal to blow up the world. A lot of symbolism going on. And usually they do it at funerals. There was a there was a lot of signals going on at that funeral. You know that's when I'll be honest. I didn't watch any of it, so I don't know what symbolism there was because I I didn't pay attention. You know, you know, all these mucky mucks they get together, and they're Mm -hmm. all in one spot. You know, they don't they can't pick up the phone and call each other. Everything is monitored. You know, but while they're there in person, they can speak to each other. Michelle Obama looks like her usual miserable self. She, I mean, I know it was a funeral, but even acknowledging people, you know, you give them like a slight smile or something. She just had a look on her face like this is the last place I want to be. She did not want to be there. She didn't want to participate in that. Usually she has fun talking to George Bush, though. 
He wasn't there. That might be his yeah. wife was. Yeah, his yeah. wife was, but he wasn't there. Uh, Bill and Hillary were there, but George Bush wasn't there. Trump wasn't there. Well, if hmm. the Clintons were there, that would be enough to put a frown on my face. Yeah, they were there, front and center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they could say was Melania wore gray to a funeral with a black okay. dress under it. Yeah. Well, she, it wasn't like she wore red or hot pink. She was very appropriately dressed and gorgeous and stately and, you know, just even the only sunshine in the whole church was shining on her. So, yeah, just, but the thing with that. liberals is, is that if you can't win an argument, then you have to you have to degrade the other party somehow. So, as a liberal, you either win by your by your policies, which you cannot win on. So then you have to go dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do fight dirty, and but if if you fight them back, they get all offended. Oh, you know, they I, just I expect you to lay down because they don't they don't have a plan B. Their their plan A is to attack you until you apologize. Right. Um, they're gonna have a problem with that. I don't I don't apologize to them. You know, I tell the truth, I stand up for my what I believe in. So I'll not be apologizing to anyone. So but people do that. They cave constantly. Especially the Republicans, boy, they they cave quickly. You know, all you got to do is just say something that I'm offended. Say I'm offended to them, and they're oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If I offend somebody, you know, I really didn't mean to offend them, but if you get offended at words, you might as well just go home because you see what's going on out there. Words are the last thing you should be offended at. You should be offended at the deeds that are going on around here. Speaking of which, uh, Joanne, borders uh, and I, uh, let me just mention we do have a caller that wants to join us, and you probably know who it is. But uh, there's sure, one other it. thing I want to get into first, but I cut you off, so go ahead and finish your point. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Going on and on. I'm just I'm, I'm Well, really... I was going to say, speaking of being offended, did you hear about that, that kid at the Chiefs football game? Oh, that poor kid, little nine-year-old boy supporting his team, and he's in black and red. But the that guy at, at what, dead pin or dead spin or something. Yes. Yeah, said the kid was in blackface. Yeah, he was also in red face. He was painted half and half. That's the colors of the team. The kid was supporting the red and black. Right, but there's and another it, wrinkle to that though. And. What, that the little boy is actually Native American? Correct. Yeah. He can dress in all the Indian gear he wants. He literally is. He, he They lived on a reservation until just recently. I don't think that's been even apologized yet. No, he, he didn't apologize yet. No, liberals don't it's apologize. A late for that's that. the thing. Mm-hmm. It's a little late for that, but, you know, everybody who's going to the Kansas City game this coming Sunday, they're all wearing black and red face to support the kid. 
That's pretty cool. Now, that just bothers me, and that's why I can never be a liberal. It's not that the – I don't mind discussing policies. And that's the thing with Jimmy Carter Democrats. At least you could talk to them. Yeah. Bernie fans, as much as they're backwards on economic policies, they feel like they have standards, and they, they will at least be willing to discuss with you. Just right. these radical leftists, all they have is – you're racist or you're this or you're that. They they don't have they don't have a dog in the fight. All they want to do is argue. It, it's just the weirdest thing. It, it's it like for Robert F. Thing. Kennedy. I don't know if you saw the recent thing about him, but they, they can't beat Robert F. Kennedy on policy. So do you want to know what they're trying to crack Robert F. Kennedy on now? What? He didn't have his shoes on while he was in an airplane. So they made him take his shoes off before he even got on the airplane. What difference does it make? Uh, he's sitting in his chair or doing whatever, and, and they're offended because he had his shoes off. Like, like nobody's ever done that in the free world before. <laughs> and that, that's what you're going to go on? You can't win on the vaccine front or the astrazine or, uh, or any other policies like the, the, the immigration stuff? So you have to go on something that really, what does it matter? Like if Robert F. Kennedy wore a yellow tie and people were offended, they would say, look, he's a Democrat wearing a yellow tie. Like it matters. And that's all they have. No, that's, that's ridiculous. So he took his shoes off. Maybe they hurt his feet. But before they even let him on the plane, they had him take his shoes off with everybody else. Of course, I know. I know. Yeah. So you got to stand there on their dirty floor in your bare feet anyhow. So now they're offended because he took his shoes off while he was on the plane? That's ridiculous. That's just... Uh, that's petty. Well, that's all they have, though. So that they have to go to... They have to go to that. They have to find whatever card. And when you go to the black community... It's funny. Well, me running barefoot is legal. Um, that That's besides the point. But the thing is, is that the black community looks at that like one of the most offensive things ever, because they're the ones primarily buying the $200 Air Jordans. Oh. So if you say, look, this guy isn't wearing Air Jordans or or this guy uh, isn't wearing anything, they're, they're they don't have money to buy a house, but but they have money for $200 Air Jordans. Yeah, I'm walking around with $1,000 iPhones. I can't even afford yeah. those phones. Well, I, I'm I'm using Vonage, so that that's where I'm at. Yeah, I just got a Samsung Galaxy still. I got a Vonage phone that plugs into the into the router on my uh for my internet. Yeah. It works just the same. I was going to ask you that. So if it works just fine, then no sense in spending. I don't, I don't like to waste money, but I couldn't justify buying a thousand dollar telephone that I would wouldn't get a thousand dollars worth of use out of. Well, and the thing is, is that uh, most people don't even use a phone for what it's even for. It's well, maybe for texting, I guess, but it's to watch videos and. And uh, order DoorDash. 
yeah, and you're going to pay $1,000 for that? <laughs> no, you got to, you know, I, I use a, I don't even, I got, you okay? Yeah. Go, on, go ahead, I'll be a bit. All right, I'll keep talking. I, um, I don't want to spend the kind of money for a telephone that I, I can't even see. I have really lousy eyesight. So, you know, I can't even see the context. I know how to hit keypad. Yeah. And then dial the number. I still memorize numbers because I can't see the context. So are you, are you taking any vitamins or supplements for your eyesight? Um, well, I, I take vitamins D, C, B12 complex um, all, all this daily. I take zinc. I haven't been doing too much other stuff. I have, an, I have what's called keratoconus. That means my cornea is separating from the eyeball itself. And there is no cure for it. It's a hereditary thing. Um, the only treatment for it would be a cornea transplant. And I'm not a candidate for that because I have a deteriorating astigmatism too. So the way that my eyeballs work, it would just pop off a new cornea anyhow. Um, having some, I have some special lenses, but they have to be adjusted. And they're a pain in the neck to put in. You've got to fill them with fluid. And sometimes the fluid leaks out, so then you can't see again. It's like looking to a foggy windshield. So I'm getting those adjusted next Thursday. And from there, I don't know what. But I am going blind. I'm already considered legally blind. I haven't driven a car in five years. Well, at least you're not illegally blind. Yeah, right? I'm illegally blind. (laughs) That's a good (laughs) one. I should use that. (laughs) I'm illegally blind. I shouldn't be. But I'm doing it anyhow. (laughs) But uh, I was going to say, depending on on what you have vision-wise, I don't know if you've looked at MSM, these organic, the the sulfur crystals, and and also there's there's something called eyebright. Oh, I haven't seen that. So even if you can't fix it, as long as you could do something to not make it as, as worse as fast. Yeah. Well, it's it's a progressive disease, and I didn't think it was going to happen as quickly as it has, right. but then I realized my age, so I guess it wasn't that quickly. I've known about it since I was a kid, but now, you know, the time is at hand. But as long as I can still see colors and shapes and things like that, I'm still good. I have a hard yeah. time reading, but I have my computer blown up really, really big. I have it zoomed in. And I have a 39-inch monitor, so it's, it's like a billboard in front of me anyhow. So I'm good. We got this. <laughs> okay. Well, let me go ahead and bring our caller in here. And it's, uh, because we missed last week, I have to play you two broccolis at some point. Okay. Well, let's bring the caller in, and then we'll I'll do it together. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Oh, hey, Joe. What's going on? Well, did you see your governor spent two hundred? They spent two hundred and some odd million dollars, and he's got nowhere. Wow! Yeah, he's he's just blowing through money. And now now the money's on 
our wonderful lady from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see? Well, did you see her? She wants unlimited. She wants unlimited immigration, but she only wants to take elitists in. Did you see that? Yeah. That chick's going nowhere. Oh, she wants people who are educated, and she wants them to be self-productive, which is always, that would be good. However, that's not what our immigration policy says. And we do have immigration policy. Last time we voted on immigration was so that we could deport more people. It was in 1997. We're not following the laws as passed by our Congress, our legal Congress. So, you know, we should be. Our president and our Border Patrol are being forced to violate the laws that they swore to uphold. They didn't say that they were taking an oath to the president. It said to uphold, uh, to faithfully execute the laws of the country. But they're not faithfully executing the laws. They are just ignoring them. What they're doing is just that they rename these illegals, call them refugees, call them asylum seekers. Now, they don't qualify for asylum. They know coming in they don't qualify for asylum. The NGOs are working against the country, too. Our administration is paying NGOs to go get illegals. See, we're giving them all kinds of money to take care of these illegals. If you have no illegals, you're not getting any money. So you need more illegals. They are recruiting these people. They are giving them all kinds of, you know, the streets are paved with gold in America. We're going to house you. We're going to feed you. We're gonna... They're not coming here to work. They're coming here because they were invited to come here and be taken care of. And then when they get here, they've been lied to also. So now that we're going to have to pass laws to ban Joe Biden from allowing these illegals to live on public land. On I, I got so upset today. I saw on a report this guy called it federal property. There's no such thing as federal property. It's federally controlled public property. But the feds don't own any property. According to the Constitution, they can only own a military base, and I think it's like 100 miles of the border that they controlled, 100 miles in from the border that they can control, but not own. So there is no federal property. It's public property, and and if we all can't live on it, then why would we put illegals on it? You know, this isn't property that the government owns. It's property that they just maintain. They don't have the deed to that property. The people do. So how are they going to build houses for non-citizens? Where's that coming from? Well, did you see that they estimate that the bill for all these illegals is going to be five over $500 billion. Yeah. Crazy. 
Yeah, and where are we going to get the money for that? We're going to borrow money to care for people who should not be here. But you can't call them illegals because once they let them in and they give them a, a court date, that gives them a legal status. We talked about this a long time ago, Joe. We told them that Obama was going to change their status to refugee instead of illegals, and he did it. And now they're asylum seekers. Asylum from what? You know, to get here from Honduras, you've got to pass through three countries that are not at war. So those are already safe countries. And it has to involve the governments from all of these countries, too. Because, you know, I mean, 10 million people aren't going to traipse through the United States to get to Canada without the United States knowing about it and participating in it. So the same holds true for the other countries. Uh, 10 million people aren't going to pass through Mexico without Mexico participating in it. And who's funding this? We are. We're giving the Catholic Charities, the Jewish Federations, the Doctors Without Borders, we're giving these people all kinds of money to go get those illegals and bring them here. Don't forget the Baptists. <laughs> what? The Baptists are involved with oh, it, yeah, too. The Baptists. Yeah, they're, they're, all these NGOs. That's where the problem is. Uh, if we shut off government money, the money, our government giving these NGOs money, there'll be no more illegals. How are they going to get here? Somebody's affording the transportation and the food and the facilities along the way and the clothing and the showers and the, and the you know, housing them at least on their way here. And these people are suckers. And then, of course, you've got the governments of these countries emptying out their insane asylums and their juvenile prisons and just putting everybody on buses and saying, see you later, go to America, or rot in jail, one or the other. So, of course, they're going to get on the bus and go to America. And we're giving these countries foreign aid that's supposedly helping to take care of their people, and, and but their people are here. So we're going to take care of them here, and we're going to take care of them there. And how come we haven't revolted yet? What are we, the World Welfare Agency? I thought you knew that. Yeah, it looks that way. Everybody wants money. We're giving money to Russia. We're giving money. We're borrowing money from China to give to China. That doesn't make sense. How about we don't borrow it and they keep their own money? Everybody's happy. You know, instead of loaning it to us, to give it to them, just don't loan it to us. Just keep your money. And we're just giving it away. And people, Americans are idiots. They're working their little heinies off and paying their taxes and all this money, none of it's going to the American people. It's going to 
Zelensky, and it's going to uh, all over the world. We're giving money to people that hate us. We'll give money to Iran. And they're trying to justify that, too. Oh, well, we gave them $6 billion, but they can only use it for infrastructure and for feeding their people. So that lets them use their other money to fund Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis and whoever else they're funding. Because we're funding their food and electricity and all of that. So that's money they don't have to spend on that. They're trying to use semantics on us. Well, they can't touch that money except for food and clothing. Yeah, so the money they were going to spend on food and clothing, now they can spend it on something else, right? And then people are buying into this. And I don't I don't know why we're not revolting. But my question, though, is, Joanne, why why are so many people pro-Hamas and they're not watching fake news? So where are they getting this from? TikTok? Yeah. Which is owned by China. Yeah. So they're learning whatever China wants them to learn. Just like our public schools. You know... Our public schools, New York City schools are 50% illegals right now. So what are these kids going to learn there? Spanish. I hope so. 48% of the kids that are enrolled in schools in D.C. haven't even shown up. It's already December. Yeah. Or just about December. School started in September, and they don't know where half the kids are that are enrolled. You know, so these people don't know anything about the United States. They're never going to learn anything about the United States, not in public school, they're not. I I don't know why the, the American people are not revolting. I really don't. I mean, we, we've gotten really lazy. Or uh, browbeaten. You know, everybody's afraid to speak up. They'll get canceled or they'll lose their job or they'll people will, you know, harass them. You know, you got to give the left credit. They can pull together a flash mob in a hurry. It's the same people, though. It's the same college students doing the same stuff for the same organizations. You know, this time it's for Palestine. Last time it was Black Lives Matter. Before that, it was Occupy Wall Street. It's still the same people doing the same thing. And I, I don't believe that adults are letting their children learn this stuff. And like I said, look what's going on at Rockefeller Plaza. That's a, tonight was supposed to be festive. And for the community, bring out the community and, you know, the love and the spirit and the lights and the Christmas and the season. And, you know, everybody's supposed to be getting along. Instead, you got a group of people just ruin it for everybody. And they want to shout down everyone. You know, close down streets. You saw them act up at the Macy's parade. Now they're acting up at the tree lighting ceremony. And then some some tree lighting ceremony up in Wisconsin. They got a Satanist tree. 
the players were doing the tomahawk chop thing with him. You know, he had every right to be in that headdress and, and that Native American guy. He is Native they, American. They Just told everybody to, to come to dress like that. They told everybody to come to the game dressed like him, the next game. I hope, yeah, I hope they do. You know, and, and since when? God, we wear a headdress. Look what they've done. These liberal idiots. Look, you buy a pound of butter. It used to have this pretty little Indian girl on it. But the Land of Lakes. Well, now they got the circle where the little girl, the little Indian girl used to be, and they got the land in there. But the Indian girl lost her job. I'm still trying to figure out what Uncle Ben did wrong to get his, his picture off the off the right. No, Uncle Ben got fired. Aunt Jemima got fired. Why? They don't like looking at black people on the cereal, on the rice box, or the the pancake box, or the, the Indian for... girl on the, on the butter? Yeah, the butter lady. Yeah. yeah. They kept the land, but got rid of the Indian. Typical. You know, and, and what purpose did it serve to get rid of Aunt Jemima? Is the whole world safe now and happy because they got rid of the black chick? I kind of liked your picture. The thing with liberalism, Joanne, is as long as it looks like you're doing something, that's the important thing. Yeah, well, they just erased her from history. Right. So how did that help racial relations? Just get rid of the black chick. Get rid of the black dude. Yeah, how about that Indian girl? Get rid of her, too. People are just nuts. I don't even, I can't even describe how disgusted I am these days. It's not right. It's not right that everybody is being pitted against one another. You know, the black people, they don't want the black people and the white people to get along. Well, is anybody leaving? Are the white people going anywhere? The black people going anywhere? How about the Spanish people? They going anywhere? The Native Americans, they're not leaving. So we're all in it together. And the sooner we realize that, the better off we're going to be. We don't have a beef with each other. You know, if you look out in the street or you look at any, you know, supermarket, everybody's getting along just fine. The ones that are not getting along fine, uh, these roving gangs of people that are breaking in and stealing thousands and thousands of dollars worth of merchandise to the point where stores are closing and neighborhoods are being decimated. You know, little old ladies got to travel a lot further to go get milk and eggs and lettuce and tomatoes. Where are they going to go? You know, where are you going to get your prescriptions filled when you've destroyed every Walgreens and CVS? Why would anybody go shopping on, you know, in, in New York when all the stores have everything chained down or just a photograph of their merchandise? Well, you got to ask somebody now because they've been robbed so many times they can't even put their stuff out on the on the racks. You know, how's that helping anybody? And then to get away with it, they don't even go after these people to try to get this merchandise back. And now insurance companies are telling these stores, well, you can only make one claim per year now. 
I don't care if you get robbed 50 times. Oh, and they tell the stores it's their fault. Yeah. But then they tell the store owners, don't try to apprehend anybody and don't try to stop anybody. Right. I actually like that Sikh guy at the store who took out a cane and beat that guy. Oh, that was hilarious, yes. Yeah, that was appropriate. My father opened his bar one day, and this guy came in with a gun and was trying to rob him. And my father picked up the phone, and the robber said, are you calling the cops? He said, no. Why would I call the cops? They don't have to know you're here. The guy got so scared he left. <laughs> <laughs> of course, my father was six foot six, Italian, very hairy, and he owned a bar. And as the guy was leaving, three of my father's relatives showed up. Is there a problem, Nick? Nah, this guy just come in for an early drink. He let him go, too. Why would I call the cops? They don't have to know you're here. <laughs> scared the robber. But that's how you handle it. You know, it's time to fight back. we got to stop being such wussies. Everybody's afraid to offend somebody. Everybody's afraid to be called a racist or to be called a Trump supporter. It's time oh, to get out I, I there. Watched and, a, I watched a video once uh, about a month or two ago, maybe, mm. that... Uh, there was a rap group in the early 90s called Third Base. They had a song called Pop Goes the Weasel. And they broke up. They're, they're arguing with each other. They were both on an interview once at the same time. And uh, it was funny that, shut up, MC Search. You voted for Trump. No, I didn't. You're the one that, that's a Trump supporter, not me. Why are you calling me a Trump supporter? You're totally a Trump supporter. Like uh, <laughs> I just couldn't believe I was I was watching that. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, if you want to offend it's a liberal, like call them a Trump supporter. Yeah, own it. I am a Trump supporter. And I can't wait for him to get back. And did you see? The liberals are freaking out. Well, Trump's going to put us all in jail, and Trump's going to do this, and Trump's going to do that. They're saying Trump's going to do everything that they have done to him. And they have not realized that they are terrified of what they themselves would do. Well, let me put they it just, this way. They, they, just last week, uh, I forget which person it was, but they said when Trump gets in, he's going to start arresting his political enemies. And the, when I first heard that, my first thought was, well, what do you think January 6th is? And the more evidence that comes out about January 6th, the more innocent those people look. It was the feds that were creating all the ruckus. The feds and even they're still, fired And they're still about. arresting people for January 6th. Yeah, now they want to arrest people who weren't even at the rally, who had no intent to go to the rally. If you flew into the airport, you're on a list. My friend got interviewed, Joanne. He yeah. went to the rally from California. He went back, 
and they and the FBI tracked him down. Wow. And they asked him a lot of questions. What were you doing there? Blah blah blah. But it was nice. They made it nice. In fact, he was able to help the FBI in a fraud scheme out there with real estate. Wow. Mm. But they're trying. And also, did you read that they pulled out the uh, oh the people that fly on the airplanes, the marshals? Yeah, there's no federal marshals flying around right now. They put them all on the border. Yeah. Well, that was an announcement you probably shouldn't have made too, right? So now if somebody wants to just mess with an airline, they know it's okay because there's no marshals but, flying uh, around right now. But uh, but that that's, that's two-faced also because the marshals are there basically to give uh, a map to the stars' houses. Yeah. All they are is, is concierge service and travel agents. Yeah, they're just there cooking cans of baked beans. That's all they yeah, that's all they're doing. Changing diapers. Yeah. So who's minding the skies? Everybody's getting padded down and make to take their shoes off and you can't carry mouthwash. But then once you get on the plane, you can do whatever you want, and you got to wait till you land because there's no marshals on the planes. You know, that creates a bad situation, too, because now that they've announced that and people know that, people are going to get real jittery. Somebody acts up on a plane, they're getting jumped. If there's no cop there, you got to be the cop. And even then, you go to help somebody, like the people getting jumped on the subway, and you go to help them, you get in trouble for helping them. You know, what are we supposed to do? How bad is it going to get? And then a new thing come out. It's costing people $11,000 more a year to live exactly how they lived in 2019. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So did everybody get an $11,000 raise? No. So we're headed for a bust. People are using their credit cards more, and now they're only paying the minimums. Nobody's paying them all. Well, some are, I'm sure I shouldn't say nobody. But a lot of people are not paying the, the full amounts. They're just paying the minimums. So that's affecting credit. Um, housing prices are coming down because the you know, who can pay the interest rates? If you don't have Dun & Bradstreet credit, you're going to be paying 12 15%. For a home loan, if you got a, a 700 score or even up to an 800 score, you're going to be paying big interest. So who can afford to buy a house? Yeah, I'm guarding this mortgage with my life at 3.375%. Yeah, yeah, just stay with it. Don't let anything happen to it because to refine, it would be stupid to refinance right now. So banks are not lending. If they are, they're charging exorbitant amounts. They're not making the money back on their credit cards. People are just paying the minimum if they're paying them at all. Bankruptcy filings are up. And housing sales are down. So you know what that's all leading to. And it's costing you eleven grand more to live exactly how you were living a couple of years ago. Things are getting real bad. 
you know, Black Friday wasn't a big deal. There were shoppers, but they weren't yeah, buying. People found out what uh, what Target was doing, if you saw that. <clears throat> what? Uh, let's just say there were there. Uh, I'm just using, uh, I don't remember the exact products, but let's just say there was a 42-inch TV that two weeks before Black Friday they were selling for three ninety nine. And then they put a Black Friday sale that said 42-inch TV, $3.99. And there's video about it where there was the signs, and they just put the Black Friday sign over the, over the price it was the week before. Well, that's not really a bargain now, is it? No. And people aren't going for the big-ticket items right now. They're not selling cars. They're not selling electric cars. Tesla is, but if you're buying an electric car, most people would go for a Tesla. Why not? You know, Ford Unless hasn't broken into that Musk. market. Yeah, but you know the the like General Motors and stuff, they haven't broken into that market like Tesla has. You know, it, it, I mean, when you think of an electric car, you think of a Tesla. So why wouldn't you buy a Tesla? You know, the, the other ones aren't as advanced, like the, the General Motors EVs. And so if they're not selling, what did they sell? 48 trucks, Ford sold 48 EV trucks in the whole country. And a lot Nobody of them wants. are on videos because you might get 17 miles out of a full charge. And how's that going to help you on a construction site or a farm? It's not. And they're already obsolete anyhow. I know a little bit about energy. And energy's everywhere. You don't need these these obsolete machines anymore. Just blinking your eye is energy. So you can make these cars self-propelled. We talked about it. You know, you want to charge your car, take it for a ride. You can charge it while it's driving. With just simple modifications. It wouldn't even yeah, take much. I was much. looking at Hyundai about six months ago, and they said their, their latest uh, electric cars, that's what they do. Yeah. Well, we've been talking so about it. To, you, you don't have to worry about a battery going out and you paying $30,000 for it. No, because you can just charge it as you go. Right. You don't have to pull into one of those charging stations. You charge this the way I have it all figured out and we've talked about. You charge this car once, and then when it needs to be recharged, you take it for a ride. There's all kinds of ways to charge it while you're running it. There's no reason for these charging stations anymore. You know, maybe once in a while, but that's only if you let it idle for too long. Well, I was going to say either that or you don't start the car in a month. Yeah, if you don't start the car, of course, you'll lose the charge. And then you'll have to charge it. But then you take it for a ride. You know how a regular alternator works in in a regular combustible engine battery. The battery starts the car, and then as you're running it, that belt charges the, from the alternator, recharges the battery. 
So why wouldn't you put that on every one of the hubs on your car, on the, all four wheels? Put one of those on there. While the wheels are turning, the battery's charging. You could do wind. The wind, the bumper breaks the wind, and it pushes it to the sides. You can capture that wind and with little turbines and charge your battery. You can paint your car with solar paint. You can put solar panels instead of the sunroof. There's no reason that you need all this craziness. It's very simple modifications. And you save yourself a fortune in electricity. So even these these cars, they're rolling off the presses now, are obsolete. We can do so much, and we don't have to use fossil fuels or cut down a tree or any of that. But we're lazy or we're greedy. I mean, there's no money in it. That's free energy. But even just walking the walking around, if we had a belt that had, that held batteries, and you had just put electrodes or uh, electrodes in clothing that would capture the electricity that you generate, just the simple task of walking or breathing or blinking your eyes. You could charge this belt you're wearing. You could eventually plug your house into it or plug your car into it. Just breathing will charge your battery. It's very simple. I do a lot of research on energy. So... And I, I got contraptions all over my house. In my house in Virginia, I use just solar panels and little heaters to keep the, it's, it's a damp basement, you know, just a, a dirt floor basement in the house up there. Yeah, I keep that warm all winter so it doesn't, the pipes don't freeze and, and that basement crawl space area doesn't freeze. And that's just running in little heaters and, uh, little solar generator. And it keeps it 65 or above year-round. So the pipes don't freeze. And that's just a couple of little solar panels that you got in the window. Everything is doable. And we don't have to clutter the planet. And we don't have to destroy the planet or have child laborers. But I talked about putting cages around the propellers on boats too, on the motor, so it doesn't hurt the manatees. And somebody finally 3D printed them and, and they're selling them now here in, in Charlotte County. So that works. I'd rather give it away free. We'll save the manatees, right? But there's, there's all kinds of things we can do. People think that everything that was going to get invented is invented. No, it isn't. 
I invent things weekly. You should see all my inventions, proof. I got inventions all over the place here. I did work on an invisibility cloak. The only thing I'm having a problem with is still casting shadows. Oh. So if I can pixel that out, we can be invisible. I gotta find a way to get to your house sometime. <laughs> you gotta see all the stuff I got here. I got everything. I got a coffee pot that I designed with a scale. And you know how with the glass coffee pot, if you leave the coffee in it, the plate stays the same temperature, so the coffee ends up evaporating or burning. Well, the way I got mine set up is as I use the coffee, the weight of the pot is less, so it lowers the temperature a little bit. With each ounce that's missing out of the pot, it lowers the temperature until it gets to a holding temperature of 175. And then it doesn't burn the coffee and it stays hot. I mean, you could manually turn the temperature down as you use the stuff too, but this does it automatically. I also invented a rechargeable microwave lunchbox. My old man used to work nights at this big warehouse, this big metal place. And there was no place to get a hot meal, you know, in the middle of the night. So I hooked it up to a DeWalt battery, and he got two charges out of it, and I would make his meals and take him to work. And then when it was time to eat, he just pressed the button, and his meal would be hot. I got all kinds of stuff. That's kind of cool, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my grandson has one now, too, that I made him, and he takes it to school. And when everybody's having hot dogs and pizza in the cafeteria, this kid's having shrimp scampi and meatballs and lasagna and whatever I make. It just fits in his lunchbox, and then you just press the button when it's time to eat, and it's hot. And then when he brings it home, put it back on the charger. Now it's simple. Works good in cold days. But there's, there's all kinds of things we should be doing. And fighting over race and all that stupid stuff. We, we shouldn't be doing that. And it's Christmas time. We should be celebrating in joy. We shouldn't be worrying about getting robbed and, you know, the stores getting flash mobbed. And, you know, well, you can have protests. an Amazon truck just be robbed while somebody's giving out, uh, while somebody's delivering a package. I know. I, I heard about that, Or they that could too. get a stoplight. Yeah. Yeah, I have no use for my heart for thieves. And what are they doing with all this stuff? You know, I saw a video the other day. There's a whole bunch of kids just went into this store, and they left with armloads of sweatshirts. They just, like, grab everything off of a rack and just run out the door with it. They even had the nerve to bring big, huge bags. 
and fill those bags and drag them out of the store. How come nobody stopped them? If it's uh, it California, they're they're not allowed to unless it's more than $1,200 worth of stuff. There's 100 people in the store. There's 12 unarmed kids that look like teenagers. There's 100 people in the store. There's only 12 of them, and they're, they're, they're not carrying weapons. I mean, just put your foot out and trip them. You know, there's going to come a time when people are going to say, that's enough. And then it's going to get really ugly. It doesn't hurt enough. Uh, But $11,000 doesn't hurt enough? No. I would think so, but it doesn't. The stores, they get... The stores will fire somebody if they call the cops. Yeah, because they're probably charging them for the cops to show up. So uh, I'm going to leave this option to you, Joanne. We have uh, we have Broccoli Man, we have to go over, we have Bianchi. Which one do you want first? All right, well, let's bring Bianchi in so we don't leave him waiting. And right. then we'll hear what he has to say, and then we'll do Broccoli. All right. I love Brock. Hello. Again. I missed it last week. How you Hello, doing, Bianchi? How you doing, Yeah, friend? I was looking for you last night. I was thinking it was Wednesday, and you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm only here on, on Wednesday nights for now. But as this heats up, I'm going to have to probably jump in in another place. Oh. Yeah, because I can't keep all the... this to myself. Did you hear what the mayor in Chicago said? About what? He said the reason why come to their city is having so much problem. He wants to blame it on the Civil War. <laughs> on the Civil War? Yeah. And he said that... Uh... <laughs> this is just getting weirder by the minute. The Civil War... Yeah, Ow. he wants to blame it on Civil War. I don't know. He says that the other side don't want to accept their loss. And therefore, they're causing all kind of problems in his city. And this man oh. was a school teacher. Huh? Was he a school teacher He's associated with the teachers union? He had to be. Wow. Good. The Civil War. I heard somebody blaming on Republicans up there. Where are you finding doing. a Republican in Chicago? <laughs> yeah, you see, all his problems go back to the Civil War. So that just goes to show you. And, he, of course, he blames white supremacy. But, you know, the last mm-hmm. time I checked, in the state of Illinois, the Attorney General... The lieutenant yeah. general, the lieutenant governor, the lieutenant governor in the state of Illinois is a black female. The yeah. secretary of state was a black male. The attorney general, the head police officer in the state of Illinois was a black male. The prosecutor for Cook County, where Chicago lies in, is Kim Fox, a black female. Mm-hmm. They've had black commissioners. They've had black chiefs of police. They've had 
two black mirrors. This one you have now, which is apparently worse than the one before, being Laurie Lightfoot. And by the way, she's in Harvard now teaching. That explains a lot. Look out for that. Look out for that graduating class class sometime in the near future. Well, all they're doing is is producing unhirable people. You know, these, well, these kids, know. when they graduate, they'll get a job here and there. But with those jobs and their lack of ability, they're going to get a reputation. And pretty soon they'll be blacklisted. No one's going to want them. Did you look at that uh, documentary about uh, Minneapolis and George Floyd? No, but I I heard about that uh, Derek Chauvin getting oh, stabbed. please, please, please look at that documentary. And it shows you that all that was a big lie about Chauvin having his knee on the man's neck and what killed him. And just think, all of the destruction, looting, and other criminality that spurned, that sparred off of that lie on George Floyd. Yeah, and there's four cops in jail. One of them just got stabbed over it. And yeah, it was a lie. And... I heard somebody try to justify it. They said that he had enough fentanyl in him to kill two people. And one woman said, well, he did it all the time, so he had a a higher tolerance to it. It might not have killed him. He was eating pills pills on the body cam. He was swallowing pills. He was putting that stuff up his anus, too. Hmm. Yeah, well, that wasn't very smart. It wasn't the first time he had done it, too. I know that. Cause oh, no. He's a professional at it. Yeah, because they showed body cam footage from a previous arrest, and he was doing the mm-hmm. same thing. And he's a porn star, and his porn his porn character name is Mr. Landlord. Oh, Yeah, well, he died of an overdose. Plus, he had blocked arteries and, and cardiovascular disease too. That was going to kill him. So we're but, living in some we're living in some treacherous times, and it's popping up all over. I heard you earlier say that the liberal Democrats just couldn't stand. Maybe that'll be a good thing if Donald Trump is elected, and mm-hmm. then we'll see a lot of people headed in one way. You know. When he got elected the first time, I was driving across that uh, highway that parallels the ocean down at the foot of Louisiana and Texas, and I, I kept can. seeing these small pickup trucks headed the other way. I was going toward Georgia. They was headed the other way, and they was packed down with furniture, mattresses, and this and that, like they was trying to leave fast. Oh. <laughs> Good. Yeah, but it's it time for him to come back. We we really absolutely need Trump. There's no one that has the chutzpah that he does. The imposing, you know, he is a strong man. And that's what the world respects. And we absolutely have to have a strong man. None of those other candidates have the presence that Donald Trump has. Or the yeah, drive. absolutely right. They're some wimps 
Somebody was yeah. talking about Rand Paul. Rand Paul to me is a wimp. They don't do yeah, anything. They just talk and meet like Ohio, uh, the state, uh, the legislature in Ohio. All they do is meet and talk, meet and talk, yeah. meet and talk. Yeah, a bunch of, of elitist frat boys. You know, they don't have that imposing presence that Trump does. They don't have the intelligence that he does. I was listening to a committee hearing on the convention of state proposals for the state of Ohio, and you had actually a representative. He was two blacks, one named Cecil Thomas. He said that he thinks that the convention of states would lead to slavery coming back, and the various Geralds said he looked at the states that were signed up and they all majority white population. Well, duh. I mean, that's just the way this population is. And also, you look at Mississippi and Louisiana, their black population is over 30% in both of those states. Yeah. So I don't know where he's getting his logic from. Yeah, I'm afraid of a convention of states right now to open up that constitution. Because once these radicals get that open, they'll change whatever they want. Well, so not we can't let the them. We can't authorize them to do that. Yeah, not once you change crowd. one thing in the Constitution, the whole thing's up for grabs. Right. Yeah, they're not changing anything. They are amending the Constitution. They're amending with term limits. They're amending with balanced budget, and they're amending it with federal overreach. Yeah, and, and that's the all delegates, good things. But the, de- the delegates that go there, Joanne, are going there based on what the state legislatures agreed to. And also, remember this now, it takes 38 states mm-hmm. to amend the Constitution. That's three quarters, 75%. Unlike right. Ohio, which takes 50 and one, to change their constitution to legalize abortion, basically. Right. But you know that as soon as they open it, they all start jockeying. It's like passing a bill. You know, the bill sounds good in theory, and when it's going out, it sounds good, but then they start tacking all this extra stuff on it. And by the no, time they done... nothing else. you can't tack nothing else on you talking about Congress. Congress can amend the Constitution, too, mm-hmm. under the same formula. So you yeah. know Congress is not going to amend the Constitution to curtail their stay in Congress, right. and not only their stay, but federal officials also. And both right. of them need to be turned. Yeah, well, if we go back to the original, then, you know, we should be all right. But they have well, you bastardized you just, everything. You can do that through amendments. If that's, what you, if, if that's what the population wants to do. And those are the powers that Article 5 gives the public, the people. And people need to realize, too, that states give the federal government powers. It gets its powers from the state. Right. And once the proposal has been made, Congress can't interfere with it. The courts cannot interfere with it, and the president cannot interfere with it. Yeah. That's the last bastion that we have. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, you know, like I want to look into that uh, further because I know they'll find some way to. There was really a mock convention that was held in Philadelphia early about a few months ago, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you can uh, see that three-hour proceeding on uh, YouTube videos. Uh, convention of Stakes mock convention, and. You can watch the whole process as it was more likely. Forty-nine states was present. I forget which one didn't make it. But there was 49 representatives from the states, and they went through the process. And, yes, you had some people uh, wanted to add something. Oh, they said, we have, we are sticking to the three proposals that came out of the state legislatures. And we're All here right. now to either throw a thumbs up, we need uh, 38 of you, and uh, either thumbs down. Yeah. Well, it sounds good in theory, but I, you know, I'd want to look at that and make sure that they couldn't touch anything other than the articles proposed, and that's it. Now, Louisiana's got over 40,000 petition signers. Ohio has over 140,000, I think. Yeah, because I I think a convention of states would be good in the right circumstances, but I don't trust even one of the politicians we have right now. You know, there's a couple I like, but I don't trust any of them. Well, your federal politicians wouldn't have nothing to do with it. No. No, it'll be all the states. It's the state, it's the state legislature. Yeah. No, I doubt you know, Then you York. get somebody like Marie Hoff and say, well, what about the supremacy clause? Mm-hmm. Well, no, the supremacy clause, it's the states that give them that supremacy. The, sta- the states mm-hmm. control the federal government. Right. Courts courts do not make laws. As a matter of fact, states nope. don't have to listen to courts because courts all they do is give opinions unless you're talking about some criminal cases or something of that nature. But yeah, all well, all, do, they, all the court's supposed to do is call balls and strikes. It, it either is constitutional all they do is or call it isn't. That's strike. it. That's their only and purpose now, is to decide whether or not it's constitutional. Yeah, the state don't have to listen to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. technically. They can tell them to go pound rocks. We think it's unconstitutional what you ask it. Just like similar... Uh, this year, when the courts wanted what Mississippi to carve out a separate black voting district, and the governor basically said, "No, we're not going to do it." Yeah, good. Yep, the people so give the volunteer. states authority. The states give the federal government the authority, but the actual power yeah. is the people. But people. People don't realize that anymore. They don't know that anymore. It's got to be taught, Joanne. You got to teach your kids. <laughs> yeah, we we do have to teach our kids because no public education is going to educate the kids on how to overthrow them or how to you know operate them properly. They're not going to teach the kids that. They're not going to teach anything yeah. about civics to these kids. They don't even have civics anymore. They call it social studies and turn them into little social justice warriors now. Yeah. 
And if you don't make these changes the way the Constitution allows, then what else are we waiting on? We're going to get on our knees and pray? You know, the people that get on their knees and pray for a more logical and moral federal government, well, the federal government is getting on their knees and praying that things remain the same. Right. And, you know, divine intervention, yes, but God has already intervened. God has already given us the authority. We just aren't using the tools he gave us. Well, that's, we already, have, we already gotta, have the blessings. We just don't know how to use them. you got to remember, too, that they consider themselves having blessings, too. They go there poor and come out rich. They've called that a blessing from God. Mm. Vaccine yeah. warriors do. Yeah, really. How do you come out a millionaire on $100,000 a year? Hey, it's, we're coming up on the third hour. And we haven't done Broccoli Man. Yeah, you guys want to stick around for a minute? Man. Yeah, right. and let's run Broccoli Man for con- Congress. Yeah, right? I love these Broccoli Mans. So I have it pulled up proof, if you are ready. Uh, which one do you have? Because there's two. I have Broccoli Man Extra Woke featuring the Millennials. All right. Well, that's the old. That, that's the one from last week that you missed. So we'll play that one first. Okay. All right, so I'll go ahead and count down. Okay. And for those of you out there in Radio Land, if you go to Rumble, look up Broccoli Man and please subscribe to the channel. All right, uh, I'll count down. Thank you. There's hundreds and hundreds of episodes. There might be a thousand by now. Maybe not a thousand, but I'm, I'm probably pushing that. All right, I so like we'll that. count down. So three, two, one. Hey, sugar. Now we and I are going to protest against kitchen appliances. We need to ban stoves, refrigerators, and heaters. Are you coming with us? I told Malik to come get me tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We can ride together. She said she is driving. I don't let you white people in my car for any reason. You all white people are way too racist for me. I know, right? I'm so happy I'm black. Yobi, you know we all can see you, right? You are as white as George Bush. You take that back right now, Jamar. Everyone knows I'm black because I always vote Democrat and I support Black Lives Matter. We need to go to the rally at Southern Hampshire Institute of Technology so we can ban Jewish people and Christian people from SHIT. We only want ethics, satanic cult worshippers, and Hamas pro-Palestine people at school there. We need to make sure school is not racist. You are sounding pretty racist right there, Holmes. Last month you said Mr. Goldstein was your favorite teacher. He is a good teacher. Now we need him to rot up in a camp forever because he is against Hamas. The TV told us that hating Jewish people is just as trendy as being non-binary. 
It is so outdated to be this Christian or straight or even woman. Once we get rid of the Jewish and Christian people, then we can finally get rid of white people. After that all the people that are black and thinks that they should not vote for Democrats also need to be put in the camp. Everyone needs to stop being racists. Now we know why Adolf Hitler and Osama bin Laden were trying to kill people. They were trying to stop racism. I know. I saw all those TikTok videos about that they were right. I was thinking about going to see the Rossi and Bart comedy show next week if you want to go. Sorry, Jamar. I only do stuff that is liberal. I was thinking about telling everyone how wrong it is to own pets. Do you want to do that with me and Malik? Well, as long as it's liberal. Only white people want pets. They want the pets to act like slaves. How would white people actively own them and did not let them live out anywhere thems wanted? Those something duck as are just upset that Michael Robertson Obama might be this president. Michael Robertson Obama is a very nice lady. I know. It's that Green Jones again. That is too Republican and he is going to say a lot of racist ash right now. I want to punch him in him's bull sack. Why do you people think it is cool to hate on people based on their skin color and the country they were born in? Look you racist fool. You need to get with the times. You are just mad that my birthing partner is going to get me pregnant. Then when I have my abortion you are going to say real angry again. You're just a stupid boomer. Why is it you liberals that preach tolerance and acceptance are against people based on their heritage? You're just too old to understand how communism works. Give me communism or give me death. Karl Marx is the best educator in economic policy ever. You know that Marxism and communism has never worked anywhere it was tried, right? When you take away the right for the people to prosper, everyone loses. That's only because you are mad you will have all of your money's taxed and taken away from you. We need to give everyone your money. You have white privilege. Black people like us do not have that privilege. Is that true? Don't you all get stipends for being trans or black? I only get the trans stipend because I'm a trans. They said there was an error with my paperwork for trying to get the stipend for beezing blacks. Dude, that's totally because you are not black. Everyone can see you. You are white. You shut up that face right now and put a scam on that face. We need to make sure SHIT keeps the diversity and equity rules in effect. It is not fair that everyone from different backgrounds can come to our school. So, you want diversity and equity in the school. But you do not want everyone with different backgrounds in the school. I do need to hear how this works. That's right. Because you all hate people. We are all loving and liberal. Only racist people eat peanut butter and jelly. Hey player, I'd you like me some PB&J? When my parents want a parent to come through with groceries, they bring a lot of that to my spot. That's because you have been acting too white lately. Jim, are you bees is just diet black? You ain't real black. Did you see that Governor Gruesome cleaned up the streets of San Francisco because the China president was coming? Yeah. That was so racist they cleaned up that city. They should have left all the crazy on the ground. 
They made it look like a Republican city instead of showing him how we like to represent. I need the stores to let me bring my trash bag in there and change them out. I need my full finger discount. It is not fair that Congress is showing the January 6th videotapes out in public now. Those Trump supporters need to stay arrested for whatever reason anyone can find. I hate Trump supporters so much. I bet you are even mad that Dylan Woman E was voted the woman of the year. Well, that's not a woman, so... Well, I'm so liberal that I don't even know what a woman is. Riley Gaines should be as re-educated in a FEMA camp. Him thinks they have the right to say what a woman is. Thems is not a biologist so cannot know who is a woman. I have cupcakes and an ice cream cone. My gender is that I'm a travesty. My birthing partner is a trans outlaw. We will never know what a woman is. Hey Mr. Broccoli Dude, why are you such a radical extremist? I'm not radical. My ideas were normal just a few years ago. I do not let the television determine my thoughts. The globalists that feed ideas into the school system to depopulate the earth do not interest me one bit. You're just upset because having heart attacks is very normal now. You need to be normal and get your gene therapy so you can have heart attacks just like us. Hey again everyone. Do not become woke or let your children get woke. Get InvoFled in Truth News. Please check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on freedomizerradio.com and is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Check out freedomizerradio.com and see the schedule for the other's shows on there also. If you want to talk about listening to Alex Jones' Proof Negative or Dr. Carlson, you can come here and come get these fists. Good luck with that. I am trained in three martial arts. You have taken 72 gene therapies and have never been in a gym. Working out at a gym is racist. I can still whip you. But you will have to take me to Wigmeha General Hospital after because I might get a heart attack. <laughs> I can whip you, but then you might have to take me to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're whooped, how are you going to get any, are you going to get him in the ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> I love him, the white guy that thinks he's black. Yeah, so, well, he supports Black Lives Matter, and he's a Democrat, so he's just listening to uh, to, to to Brandon when he said, if you, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black, so he thinks he's black. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Well, a white person could uh, identify as being black. Rachel the State Dalzell. Department made an Egyptian. Yeah, State Department made this uh, Egyptian immigrant who is black as Wesley Snipe and made him list himself as being white. Wow. His name was uh, Mustafa Hefner. Mustafa yeah. Hefner. Yeah, I don't know a whole bunch of white kids called Mustafa. <laughs> No, he was Egyptian. Well, I understand what you're saying, but uh, yeah, that's what they done. Yeah, you had that lady know. out there in California with the NAACP, uh, Rachel's. Rachel Dolezal. Yep. 
Right. Yeah. And that other white. guy, Sean Sean King. Yes. Yeah, they identified it as uh yep. they identified as you black. Had, uh, you had an Asian. I think he changed his name to to a black sounding name because when he was applying for college, uh, they kept denying him because his grades was too high. Oh. Oh, I think I kind of remember that. Yeah, that that Sean King, too. He used to run with Black Lives Matter. They call him Talcum X. <laughs> you need to put that in one of your <laughs> Broccoli Man episodes. <laughs> yeah, Talcum X. Rachel yeah. Dolezal. Yeah, she's... Broccoli, she used Broccoli to get Man it. come out identifying as Talcum X. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys got time for another one? This one here, um, Broccoli Man Battles with Wiretap. All right, well, I'm ready if you are. I certainly am. Okay, so I'll count it down. Okay. Three, two, one, action. Sugar. Malik and I are going to protest okay, against so kitchen appliances. We need to ban stoves, refrigerators, and heaters. Okay. Hold on. We'll start over. Rewind. <laughs> Alright, there we go. Alright, I got the I got the right one now. Alright, okay. we'll start over. So three, two, one, action. I can't believe it is almost the end of the year already. Now we will be hit with all kinds of political ads. I guess we will see if Brandon even makes a commercial. The 1% probably feel like the public will put up with their rigged elections again. The globalists feel like they are so close to ruling the entire world. This next year they are going to pull out anything and everything to send the world into chaos. There is no way they will let Trump or any truth-telling conservative anywhere close to being president this time. They are one globalist puppet away from forcing the public into requiring microchips and taking everyone's private property from them. Everyone that votes Democrat somehow does not see it. That is what we are up against. There is no way in the world you will get me to say whatever hibby hibby thing and insert a microchip in my arm. Globalist can shove his microchips up his. Don't worry, green dude. I am here for the purpose of proving a lies maker freed in microchips, sir. Do what? You said hibby hibby. Now just complete the sentence by saying insert my chippy. I am authorized to provide said freedom microchip in your wrist. You will be not inserting anything in my wrist. That is not the correct sentence, sir. It needs to be insert my chippy. Then I shall have authorization to procure this Lysnaker Freedom microchip on your person. 
Then you will live the rest of your life knowing you are compliant with the New World Order, sir. How about leave me alone or I will shove your pocket full of microchips up yours? <laughs> that tears it green, dude. Just for that poor choice of words as that my ear canal said to hear, I am required to run my hands through your long flowing mane. By the way, green dude, I am going to need you to tell us your pronouns. My pronouns. My pronouns are... and slash... you. Now get off my property. You think this is funny, huh green dude? Just for that offensive outburst you are now going to go to battle against me sir. Oh okay. Fine. Which martial arts did you want to fight in? Martial arts? No not that sir. We are finna has a battle, sir. A rap battle. <laughs> oh wow. You can't be serious. Oh how I can be serious sir. If I defeat you sir, I shall receive all of your articles of clothing. Plus I get to finally take a picture of your kumquats and your ice cream cone. So, do you have any lyrics, green dude? No, I don't have any lyrics. Then I shall win this rap battle in record time then, sir. As I am beating you so you can place your blouse, your dungarees, and your underoos right here next to my person. Pack it up, pack it in, let me begin. I came to win. Battle me, that's a sin. I won't ever slack up, punk. You better back up. Cause I got lyrics, but you ain't got none. If you come to battle, bring a shotgun. What is this? That's called rep, sir. And you had to use lyrics from House of Pain? Precisely, sir. But you said you does not have any lyrics, sir. Okay, let me get involved here. Go away punk. Your ideas are bunk. Quit working for G-Globalist and trying to touch my junk. You are a globalist tool. A downright fool. You need to be arrested because you think diddling kids are cool. Not funny green dude. Now get in my 1993 Geo Metro and you can tell G-Lobalist how you just disrespected our crime syndicate. You globalists lose. Stop drinking booze. Stop telling fake news and putting drag shows on Blue's Clues. Okay sir, that is enough. Please do allow me to place my blouse and my uniform next to your person and then you may inspect me in case I have any extra meat products inside my junk. No thank you. <laughs> I just want you to go away so I can enjoy my day off before catch child traffickers tomorrow. You need to listen to Mr. Mercus sir. He says the border is the most secure it has ever been. He said the only reason it is not even more secure is because of Donald Trump. If that is so, then why did Brandon not finish building the wall? All the pieces were there and instead he sold off the pieces. 
now we have over 10,000 people every day getting in. Large cities in Texas are being built of nothing but illegals. But of course, sir. We need them for replacement migration, sir. We need to eradicate Americans and bring in everyone from everywhere else so we can take down America under the global government, sir. All the universities are cranking out nothing but Marxist communist students that believe that they should eat bugs and owns nothing. They will not fight back when we take it all green, dude. There's something duckers don't know what thumbs are asking for, sir. We play for keeps here green, dude. You heard that globalist toolbag. They play for keeps. Get educated now or you will not have a future. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to learn about. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. Also go to the freedomizerradio.com website and check out the schedule to find all the other shows on show on Freedomizer Radio. Whomever chooses to go against us globalists will be dealt with immediately. Expect us to take it to a FEMA camp. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. We forbid you from listening to the Proof Negative radio show. If you listen to Proof Negative, it hurts a crime syndicate. You all need to go out and get your COVID boosters immediately and then get a Lysnik of Freedom microchip. And whatever you do, do not under any circumstance question January 6th. Now if you will excuse me, I have to check this green dude's kumquats and ice cream cone. He might be hiding an AK-47 a hand grenade, or maybe some carbon credits inside his junk. If you pay attention to us, we can continue to enjoy our cheese pizzas and hot dog napkins. Okay that's enough wiretap, let's bring you to jail. Then we can work on exposing how the feds and police staged January 6th. You buy his niche, sir. Oh, that was good. You got some good stuff in there. Yeah, I like that proof. I like the last of it, the pizza and hot dogs. Nice little (laughs) catch there. Yep. And the burn. I like like your rapping. (laughs) Yeah, the wiretap got a little burned there. I just wish yeah. I was able to to play with the uh, – I, I wish I could make him rap instead of just talk. But I oh, don't have yeah. that ability to do that. Yeah, what is that background there? It looks like forest at night, a little owl and campground thing. Basically, yeah. That's what it is. A lair. <laughs> that was good, Proof. Good job on those. Well, I try. Yeah, you know, and, and calling the, the students suckers, and they won't even be aware. That's true. Those kids don't even know. They don't even know what the what he doesn't call going them suckers. With. He calls them something duckers because I I use that instead of the mf word. Oh, all right. I thought he I thought he called them suckers, but yeah, something duckers. Have. Yep, something <laughs> duckers. They are. 
stupid something duck is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't realize. They don't know. They don't know anything about communism. They don't know the perils. They don't know what they think that they're heading to. They think they're going to have this utopia. And you're right with, with your other characters over there. They don't like white people. They don't like Asian people. But they claim that they are the most diverse and most accepting and most tolerant when they're none of the things that they claim to be. But the thing that the white liberal hates the most, though, out of all the race groups, they hate the black conservative the most, more than anything else in the world. I know. Oh, they'll they'll wow. take a Jewish person over over a black conservative seven days a week. Yeah, well, they think that they can control black people, and anybody who steps out of line, any black people that step out of line, boy, they tear into them. Look what they did to like all the prominent black conservatives, right up to Clarence Thomas. That you're right, they hate them, and look at that black dude that was um, working for Trump. They tore into him. They were trying to put him away without even a trial or anything. Oh, remember, they they were calling Dr. Ben Carson stupid uh, back in 2016. It's like he's the best neurosurgeon that ever lived, and you're going to call him a dummy? He separated co-joined twins while they were in the womb. And that's not a stupid person. Those babies survived. <laughs> yeah. These people can't even cook their own hamburger. They have to get DoorDash from from GMO King, and they're going to complain that somebody's stupid when they, uh, like you said, they they separated conjoined twins in the womb. Yeah, Bianchi, you get any racism because you're a conservative? Is he still here? Did we lose Bianchi? Yeah, we lost him. Oh, because I was going to ask him if he, he encounters any of that. Because he's got some just normal great ideas and and a good grasp of reality. So I'm I remember when getting... Critic was with us, he said he got a little bit of that in Seattle. Uh, but when he went to St. George, nobody thought anything of it because St. George, is, Utah, is considered one of the most conservative cities in America. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I don't even know why we call them conservative. Would you just call them normal? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, because normal thinking free Americans come in all colors. It's the kids that they're stepping out of these indoctrination centers that's really scaring me. They're separating them from their families. They're, you know, I mean, they've destroyed the black family for decades now. They took the fathers out of the houses on purpose. You know, any family can come on hard times and might need a little assistance. But in order to get assistance from the government... You had to be a single mother. So in order for your family to survive, 
the black man had to leave the house so that the black female can get a check and, and support the children. And it didn't do the black man any favor because he ended up racking up child support. So not only you know doesn't he have a job and come across some hard times, his family is now split up, and he's still got he's still just racking up the debt. And you know, if you wanted to keep your family together, you had to sneak the husband or the boyfriend back in the house. And you know, as long as the neighbors didn't rat you out. But that's what they did. They destroyed the black family first. And now they're destroying every family. But they used the black family as, as lab rats. Then they put an abortion clinic on in the black neighborhoods. Right. They told you it's liberal to go do it. So go yeah. uh, go kill your kids. Yeah, it's, it's loving and liberal. So don't have a family don't have a husband or a father in the house and it's okay to abort your babies and then you want people to what just live a normal life that's not normal but the thing is joanne when you have these women confused and they say they're non-binary and they don't have a gender what man is going to want that true so men, they're creating a life where they're going to be alone though, the rest of their life Men are coming back in style. Manly men are coming back in style. Thank goodness. And you know how? With a product called Carhartt. You know the Carhartt jackets that are the same color as construction boots? Women find that sexy and find them manly. You know? Because, you know why? It's because there's not many of them around anymore. That's a possibility. But now, if you if you ask any young single girl if they like Carhartt, they'll all of a sudden start swooning, and they'll imagine a man that's wearing, you know, the type of clothing that, you know, like work boots, and the color of the work boots, jackets and hats and stuff, and they find that to be, they like the masculine look. Thank God it's coming back. I guess we're tired of the little soy boy lattes and the man buns and the skinny jeans because, you know, the women are starting to look at the cowboys again. Thank God. Yeah, but like I said, if you're you're claiming to be non-binary, how are you going to find somebody? Yeah, I don't know about that non-binary stuff. You're right. That's got to be a lonely existence. And, and that's why people are angry all the time, because you, you, you're you not allowed to be happy. How can yeah. you be happy if you're destined to live a life to, to be alone because of your your political preferences? Yeah, I, that's true. That's all they're doing is creating very lonely, very mentally challenged people. And loneliness will take its toll on you. And they'll do anything to you know, try to belong. Like this trans fad that's been going on for the last couple of years, it's only like 0.2% of the population is trans. But the way that the media plays it up, you'd think that half the country was trans. Right. And look at the other countries, too. Can you imagine what they're thinking about us? 
all they see all day is trans this, trans that. Now, I got nothing against trans. You want to be trans, be trans, be an adult. Leave the kids alone. I don't think children should transition. My only thing with being trans is you, you can't you can't say you're trans and not go through with it. Otherwise, you're just a transvestite. Right. Otherwise, you just play acting. Yeah. yeah go all the way. Dresser. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're trans, you know, be trans, but don't bounce back and forth, and you know, otherwise you are you're a cross dresser. But they made it like it was a fad. And they were putting a lot of pressure on these kids, asking them what their sexual preference is or what their pronouns are. And kids don't know, but they see everybody else saying, well, I'm non-binary and I'm trans and I'm straight, I'm gay, you know. So whatever is popular, that's what they'll do because they don't want to, you know, not feel like they belong and they don't want to offend anybody and they aren't really, you know, sure anyhow because they're kids. So they get conned into labeling themselves. And then what if they change their mind? I think I told you the story. I, I saw a thing about dealing with children and transitioning. You don't let a child choose their gender. And the example they did was they showed a guy, and he's sitting opposite a little kid on a on a at a table the kid looks about six or seven and he says this is two oreo cookies and this is ten thousand dollars which do you want right. and the little kid points at the cookies and he said no no let me get this now you got to be sure this is two oreos and this is ten thousand dollars which would you rather have and again the kid says the cookie so finally the guy gives him the cookies and he says, and that's why you don't let children make life-altering decisions. You know, how many it's not even children, though, Joanne. If you ever watch any of Mark Dice's videos, he's out there on the beach, and he'll tell mm-hmm. people, do you want this Hershey bar? That's just a regular dollar Hershey bar, the 1.8-ounce bar or whatever, or a 5-ounce mm-hmm. bar of gold. And he can't give that gold away. Wow. Yeah, and that's why you don't let young people make life-altering decisions. You can buy a lot of Hershey bars with five ounces of gold. You can buy a lot of Oreos with ten grand too. He's going up to adults, not not kids. He's going up to adults and asking, "Which would you rather have?" Wow. I wish somebody would ask me that. Oh, I know. (laughs) I think the whole world has lost its mind and I think we got to start getting it back together oh the other thing about your broccoli man that I liked was they're going to pull out all the stops what do you think the odds are of Biden really being the nominee less than 5% I would think so too and I don't think that Michelle is completely out of the scene yet. And I thought about it today when I saw her, you know, the pictures of her at the funeral and stuff and the way she was looking at Melania. 
um, she might want the job. If she didn't want the job, she wouldn't be mucking around with the, you know, the rest of those people. She would have skipped it, or she would have made Obama go. But she made that appearance, and they're putting her out front and center. I know, I know Newsom wants the job, but he's not getting it either. He's not strong enough. He's not strong enough to beat Trump. And, you know, Trump is going to slap him around like, I don't know, like a, <laughs> he's just going to slap him around, especially talking about California. You know, Trump will say, yeah, I saved the whole country and you destroyed California. And you cleaned it up for the Chinese, but you didn't clean it up for the actual Americans who live there, work there, and pay taxes there. But you get all giddy about China. And, you know, he's over there kissing China's rear end. Meanwhile, when Trump was having dinner with China, he lit a candle up (laughs) in uh, Syria right before the chocolate cake. That showed Z that he would do it. No, Nobody has the chutzpah like that. And none of this stuff would be going on. There wouldn't be a war in Ukraine. The Hamas never would have done this with Israel. Uh, Iran would have already been dealt with, and they never would have got that money. So we got to really think hard. And there's only one man on the planet who can help us right now. You know, no one said he was perfect. God doesn't pick perfect people. He picks people perfect for the job. And in this case, I don't see any alternatives to Trump with that type of power. And no, when I had a guest on yesterday and we were talking about Vivek Ramaswamy, and uh, that was this caller's choice, and I, I understand the sentiment Personality-wise, I align a lot more with Vivek than I do Trump. However, say even if Vivek won over Trump, which I doubt, but even if he did, see, if Brandon supporter, if uh, yeah, Brandon supporters don't like Brandon, they know who Trump is. They'll go to Trump, but if they, Brandon supporters have no clue who Vivek is, they're not going to look him up. No. So uh, Brandon will win easily. Very easily, because uh, they'll be like, well, I know what Trump did. I don't know what uh, Ramaswamy's going to do. They're not going to take one iota to go research him right now. With yeah. that said, yeah. if Vivek can finish second and set himself up for 2028, I think that's the best move he can do. And yeah. I like the guy. Like I said, personality-wise, I, I align with him almost 100%. It's just that I have to face reality, and at this time, he he's a great person. I love what he's saying. He's my my number two choice, but he's not he's not number one anywhere close. Yeah, he's untested. You know, he's got to walk right. the walk for a little while. He just, you know, we already fell for that. Come out of nowhere and end up being president. And we that's not that a knock on him at all. Uh, I, it's not. It's not. Uh, that I don't like the guy. I don't think it, I, it's not that I don't think he can handle the job. Uh, it, it's and I like what he's saying. It's just that you you know what you have with Trump already, 
And right. I can guarantee that Trump is going to do everything in his power to de-escalate war. We know what he's going to do about the border. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to prove anything. He's already proven it. Right. Yes. Yeah, he's already tried and tested. Ramaswamy, we got to watch him for a little while. And if he is who he says he is, then, oh, yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. But I have trust issues. So I don't trust him until I have seen him do what he does. But I would like for him to come in second because then there would be a position for him, and it's a good starting point for 28. But right now we need Trump. And Trump's personality isn't for everyone. You know, not everybody likes a strong man. But you know, like, like, like we said before, tell you what you none want of us are going to invite Trump over to our house for a lasagna dinner tomorrow night. No, I would. I'd make him a lasagna, but, you know, the reality is, is we're never going to go out to dinner with him. We're never going to be hanging out with him. We're not going to Mar-a-Lago unless we're going there as his first support rally. But the man can run the country. He can run a business. He is aware of everything that's going on. He's got a good structure around him now. He's got a lot of loyal people who stuck with him, too. And if you saw the reception he got at that football game, or you see the amount of crowds, he has not lost his luster. And the worse things get, the more we miss him. And the more we remember how good we had it when Trump was here. There was peace in the world. He was a strong man. Other strong men in the world didn't try him. You know, it was the F around and find out system. So nobody wanted F around because they didn't want to find out. See, the thing with Ramaswamy is I feel like his heart is in the right place. And he's saying the right things. Mm -hmm. It's just... It's just that we we need to see something. Right. It's just that he's just burst on the scene. And he is saying all the right things, and he does have all the right sentiments, and he's making the right enemies. And I really want him to be the person that he is showing us to be, that he is. I want him to be that person. But it's going to take a little time for him to prove that. You know, he just burst on the scene, so we got to... I, I do like he was on Alex out. Jones today, and he spent a good eight, ten minutes talking about the Great Reset. Mm. Yeah. So there are some things I think he knows more than Trump, because it's like talking to one of us. It's like if he had a radio show here, as an example, he'd fit right in perfectly. Yeah. Oh, he is saying all the right things, and I do agree with him, and I like that he's not afraid to stand up to people. You know, you saw him with that Lester Holt and Savannah <laughs> Guthrie. Oh, that that was a mic drop. That 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 might that it was almost equivalent to Trump telling the badge that, well, you'd be in jail. That right. that, that might actually be better. It's on par. Maybe better than yeah. that. Yeah, that's but up it, it was equal to yeah, he, you know, he won that the first five minutes. Debate was over. Ramaswamy won. <laughs> I think um, 
I think tomorrow night they got DeSantis and Newsom having a right. debate on Hannity. I don't know what that's about. I mean, governor to governor, okay. But that's just yeah. entertainment. Well, Hannity said he's been friends off the record, I guess, with with Gruesome without politics for years. And mm-hmm. he uh, he wanted to give him a, a chance to talk to DeSantis, who he said he's also friends with. And they agreed to a friendly debate, so whatever. It's well, not going to move the needle at all. Neither one of those guys is going to be the nominee. It's either going to be uh, Biden or Michelle. They're not going to put Newsom up there. I, I, I would say Gruesome gets the bronze medal. If, if, if Big Mike really does not want the job and they do not want Brandon in there, it would be Gruesome. Yeah, well, if, if Michelle wants the job, she'll get that nomination. And she may even take him as VP. So that could right. be what this is about. But I don't see a future with DeSantis at this current time. Can no. DeSantis rehabilitate himself? I'm not going to say no. But once you sign up and say you're on the Bush and, and Dick Cheney and Carl Rove bandwagon, it's really hard to get that Patriot vote back. Yeah, well, he's young. He's got four years to clean that up now. He made a mess. And... It's it's his own doing. He should have known better. When Trump supported him, that put him over the line. Otherwise, we would have had that Gillum, the, the, the junkie. Right, exactly. But Trump put him over the line. And he shouldn't have run this time. He should have waited till 28. He should have made his presence known, all that. But he shouldn't have run this time. And he should have learned a lot from Trump. A lot of things that he didn't learn. And if you want the Trump supporters, you're not going to pair up with the Cheneys and the Bushes and the global elitists. If you want those Trump supporters, those are not the people that you should be taking money from and direction from. Because Trump supporter won't look at you again. You know, he was close to being an alternative to Trump had he waited. But now that he's, he's he blew it, they, you know, Trump supporters consider him a backstabber. And Joanne, he could have gone into it the same way Vivek Ramaswamy went into it, where he's mm-hmm. praising Trump and at the same time saying, I could do better. Meanwhile, yeah. you're saying Trump was the best we've ever had. And you're giving him right. compliments and saying, I could expand on this. That, that's right, okay. Exactly. You could do that. And I don't think Trump would be mad at that. No, uh, I, I don't hear Trump saying anything bad about Ramaswamy. No, he said he likes the kid. So that helps. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Ramaswamy came out and said that he was the best president. And then he said, I can expand on that. You know, if if Trump's got two luggage, I can carry the torch. That's fine. And that would have worked. That's what DeSantis should have done. You're right. DeSantis should have said, you know, I'm not Trump. Nobody's Trump except Trump. But if, you know, if the chips hit the fan and this becomes undoable for Trump, I will take Trump's policies and I will expand on them. That would have worked. 
But you know who really disappointed me this whole time out was Tim Scott. I read really high hopes for him. Yeah. He didn't fight. You know, he he tried to do that nice guy routine, but he, he overplayed it. You know, what are you, you going to do? Go in and sweet talk Xi, Xi, yeah, Xi Jinping or, you know, the, the mullahs or the Ayatollah? You know, you're just going to go in there and talk nice and be sweet and everybody's just going to fall in line. No, you got to show some spunk and you got to show that if you got to stand up, you can. You know, but you got to be, yes, he should have been more forceful. He's a well, great it guy. It seems like he couldn't pick a side on anything. It's like he was trying to just be this generic Republican guy with no mm-hmm. backbone. And it, 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 I'm not saying he didn't have a spine, but it sure didn't look like he had one. Right. It, it was like he yeah. was just trying to cast a net and see uh, whatever whatever sounded best. And I, I felt bad for the guy because I, I think he'd be a decent person, but he, he just yeah, he is, flamed he, out. Yeah, he is a decent person. He, But you're right, he didn't, he was too wishy-washy. He wasn't forceful. He didn't have a solid stand. You know, it was... It, it was just not yet, not, you know, he he needs to fight more. He's good at what he does. You know, he's a good congressman. But he, he isn't, he isn't very forceful. So, you know, that, you got to consider that. And then you have Dick Cheney at three-inch heels. Oh, yeah. And at four-inch heels. <laughs> That's what oh, she said she, to She's just nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah, she is. It's like and every debate, she's, a totalitarian she's getting worse and worse. But, but, but the more authoritarian, authoritarian she is, the more that, like the Koch brothers just endorsed her. Yep. Yeah, and we, and we don't need that either. We need somebody who's a realist who can deal with the here, here and now, who is strong enough to stand up to the hardcore players on the planet, who can secure our border, who can get Congress to cooperate somewhat. You know? It, and I guess to put it, to, to put it more, more in today's current times, Vivek just, while he's doing and saying everything that's right, and I believe in him, he doesn't have that swag that uh, that Trump has. No. Yeah, no, Trump is one of a kind with that. There is only one Trump. And we, we do need him. You know, it's not a question of whether you like him or not or whether you like his personality or not. You like the job he's do- he did? Did you like how you were living? You know, you would think we can get back to that? You think that the world would respect his authority because he doesn't take second fiddle remember when they tried to put him in the back at that UN meeting and he just like kind of smacked the guy out of the way and got in front of him and stood right there in the front (laughs) he was the big man on campus you know that's what we need right now we don't need wishy-washy we don't need somebody who wants to try to work in the middle that's like you know telling Israel to meet Hamas halfway. Hamas said death to Israel. 
How are you going to meet them halfway? Yeah, just, just just hurt them and break their bones, but don't kill them. Yeah, oh, you're going to kill half the Jews. There is no halfway. All or nothing. And that's what we need here, too. All or nothing. Because right now, things are not going so good, and we are headed for a crash. All of it. This country's going to crash and burn. You got people acting foolish. You got students learning nothing of value. We got an invasion going on. And that's a hell of an army. All that's missing is the blue helmets. The whole UN army's here. And we're paying them to be here. Oh, yeah, because it's loving and liberal. Yeah. So we got to put a stop to it. And there's people in the world, in the country, that got their heads so far up their rear, rear end, they can probably see their own tonsils. Mm. They don't even know this is going on. You'll hear them complaining, oh, I spent this at the supermarket, or the gas prices are too high, or the rent prices are too high, or the the interest rates are too high. But they don't consider the source. They don't know how it got that way. They don't make the connections. They're just bumbling through life and, and not even aware of what's going on around them. They don't know they're losing their country. Because it's like the frog in the pot. You know, well, so some of them want to lose the country because they think capitalism is evil and we need communism to save us. So some of them want us to lose the country. Yeah, and these schools are teaching us, teaching these kids that the country is racist and we were founded by racist slave owners and they now have a whole new 10 million people that have children and stuff that are going to these schools. So now you have foreigners going to our schools, learning how bad our country is. How long do you think we're going to hold on to this country? These kids are going to grow, and they're never going to know anything about our true founding and our true history. They're only going to learn that revisionist stuff. So now you've got a bunch of foreigners in here learning that the country sucks. How long are we going to hold on to this country? We're not. It's almost gone now. We've already been overthrown. We got overthrown in 2020. We have to claw it back. And there's only one way to do it. Only one person can help it. Well, God, of course. Jesus Christ. Right. And we better start praying really, really hard. But I'm talking about human on the planet. Right now, there's only one. And once people realize that, maybe we got a chance. But they still, oh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and Ramaswamy and Scott and all those other guys that are going absolutely nowhere. And Newsom and, and Michelle and stuff. They, If Newsom or Michelle gets in, if especially if Michelle gets in, Kiss it goodbye. It's gone. It's it. It's over. We had a nice run. Newsom, the same thing. But we could probably slow him down a little. He's not the brightest bulb in the tree. He's just a pretty boy. He's not smart. But Michelle is smart. 
Well, we we and basically have another Justin Trudeau here if we had Governor Gruesome. Yeah, yeah, just a, a pretty boy actor who doesn't really know much, but he can be controlled. But Michelle and... And angry. Angry, yes. She's strong and she's angry. Oh, you stay out of the way of an angry woman, that's for sure. And that, that I think Nikki Haley's doing the same thing. But that, that's yeah, what the badge did also. You, you play that angry woman role. And I, I can't stand that personally. Yeah, you can you can be a strong leader and a woman without being a miserable. Well, look at uh, and I'll just uh, she wasn't the best candidate out there, but Michelle Bachman, she didn't act like she was the angriest person on the stage. No, no, she was pretty civilized, and that tells you, Gabbett, she's not angry. Right. She's smart. She's a thinking person. I don't agree with everything she says, but I agree with most of it. So, but she's not angry or reprehensible. Hillary, oh, goodness. And, yeah, Nikki Haley grates on me, too. There's something about her I don't trust. She's shady. She's a globalist. She's... She's Liz Cheney. Well, they called her out on it, so I, I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the only difference with Vivek and and, and Nikki Haley, I guess, is that I feel like this is a stepping stone for Vivek. Where Nikki Haley, this is this is this is her plateau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Vivek has a chance to grow. I I don't think Nikki Haley can come back regardless in 2028 and run, and, and have and have the strength. I just don't see that in her. No. No, I think DeSantis will be back, and I think Ramaswamy will be back. I think probably Tim Scott might be back, too, in 28. You know, it might even be a whole new field then, but I know Ramaswamy will be in that group. And, you know, there's probably a position for him in the Trump administration, too. Which would I don't help necessarily him. think it's a vice president role, but uh, I'd be happy for him if it was. I just don't see it. But it would be a prominent role. You know, even if you give him Buttigieg's job. Yeah. Or Swalwell's job. Or even, may you know. The yeah, Republicans are thinking. What? Yeah, just give him something prominent. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, you know, let him let him get the FaceTime, let him get some some time in, and just show the country what he's about. You know, he is young, and if he continues on the path that he's on, he's going very far. You know, this, and honestly, this, 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 after four years of Trump, it would be nice to have somebody in their early forties. So it would be different because we've had octogenarians for for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we need we need the boss back for now. And we can do four years of Trump. We did four years of Biden, didn't we? That's the quickest four years I think I've been through. Yeah. But also the but longest in a sense because every day you're like, what what's next? What's coming? Yeah, well, it, he's if wrecking the country was the objective. He has nailed it. 
Yeah, because you and, can't be that bad that on purpose. It, it would be very hard to be that bad on purpose. Right. Well, he's he's very destructive, and he's got a lot of people pushing the buttons behind the scenes that he can't control. They control him. And with him, blackmail, dang, he does so much to blackmail him over. You know, I don't drinking his coffee, he probably should be blackmailed over. <laughs> probably doing something bad there, too. But he's been running game for decades. So, you know, he he didn't just start putting that kid out there, putting the squeeze on, on people and, and taking bribes and payoffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had his brother and his other kid doing it. So, you know, he's been doing this a long time. And he even used his kids. So he doesn't have any moral compass. You know, you don't have your kid out there doing global shakedowns. Yeah, one thing I'll tell you real quick as we're getting ready to leave. we got like three minutes left. Our Tuesday co-host, Adrian, physically got to talk to Vivek, and he said he's willing to come on the show. So she's working with him to get him on a on a particular date coming up. Yeah, tell us as, as soon as you hear it. Let oh, me I'll know let too. you know. And, yeah, and I'll I'll put it on blast. Because yeah, we should hear what he I, has I kinda, to say. Uh, I'll be there. I, I don't know what necessarily if I feel bad for the guy. I love what he's doing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like just what he's doing to too, and I'll encourage him. Grip that he's he's one of us. Need. Joanne, you and I are not qualified to be president, so there's no knock on that. Um, right. And in four years, you and I, are, are, are what we're doing now is not going to give us that that time to <laughs> prove we are president either. No. I and would like no the job, though. There'd be a lot of changes around here. I understand. Yeah, I don't have the means to get to that point. But i tell you what, if I somehow woke up tomorrow and was president, boy, there'd be all kinds of changes around here. Another thing that oh, the Republicans I... have to do, they have to learn how to talk about abortion. They have to tell people, keep it safe and legal, but keep it decent. You know, don't wait till 20 minutes before the baby's born. And it's a state's issue. It's not the federal government's business. So, you know, however you want to work it out in your state... Everybody's losing their mind about abortion, and it's not the federal government's business. It's not the and president's that's the only business. way you can make people happy is let the let the people of the land decide what the laws are. I don't know why right. that's so controversial. Yeah, I don't know why people aren't understanding that the situation is closer to them now than it was when it was in the Fed's hands. But well, why is it that we're not pushing that there's many families out there uh, based on on the way the climate is right now, they cannot have babies because of the the poor food quality and additives to the water and such. So if somebody is pregnant, adoption should be first and foremost. I know we should be celebrating it. The fertility rate has dropped significantly. Right. We're not even replacing ourselves anymore. No. So that if I was the dude... I would be pushing that. Yeah, well, soon we're going to have more old people than young people. And then we'll be where we'll be where China is. Yeah, and then we got a bunch of foreigners 
people are being taught in the public schools that the country sucks. So we're not going to be able to hold on to it. You're going to have a bunch of old people who aren't going to be able to fight all these young people. Right. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. I love you, America. Proof. Good night. Thank you again. All right. Thank you, Joanne. We'll talk to you next week. And everyone else, please support the other shows on the network. It's not just a proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive, and remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative. I am boot. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.